the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning and welcome Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group and our toll-free number 800-951-0592. Our website, allamericangold.com. And welcome. It's Thursday. It's the day after the day after the Fed meeting, and as expected, you know, I love it when I nail it, you know, because, you know, we don't know. It's not like Jay Powell calls me up, right? You know, I don't get a phone call from Janet Yellen. I don't get a phone call uh, from any of these executives on Wall Street. Jamie Dimon doesn't have my cell phone number. But we are talking about, hey, it's either going to be a hard pause or a soft hike, and then yesterday I said, eh, it's going to be the pause, and that's exactly uh, what we got. And it's so funny, because it, it's idiotic. Really. Oh, it was a hard pause. No, it wasn't. You know what it was? Uh, I'll be really honest with you. It was, we're a bunch of cowards, because we know we're trapped, but we're going to talk real tough. Well, pause, listen, if inflation's still roaring... And unemployment's still below 4%, you hike. But they didn't. But they acted like they were tough. Oh, yeah. Well, we raised a lot, Jay Powell said. We raised a lot. Well, actually, Jay, you, you missed raising for an entire year, right? We're actually on three years running now of inflation and, and talked about how, yes, the headline numbers come down. But the core number is still too hot. Well, in that case, you'd raise rates, Jason, but they didn't. But they acted like, hey, we're going to do more later. And, of course, the dot chart, yes, they all put their little dots on a chart. The majority of them, and we'll break this down in the next segment, said uh, uh, two rate hikes, two more rate hikes is the is nirvana. Now, some said no more rate hikes. Some said one rate hike, some said two. Uh, a couple of them said we need four more rate hikes. So, uh, again, right, just enough to say, well, you know, we, they covered all the bases. I don't think they missed one, Jason. We, they had zero, one, two, they had, they had a three, they had a couple fours. I mean, come on. You know, it's interesting, Joe, because uh, if, if they know they have to raise the rates more, then why don't they just do it now? Do it. That the- of course, that is the answer. But they want to see more data. Well, how does that help us? How does that help? In- oh, we-, we want more time. Well, that's what got us here. Them taking so much time. We know how important it is to not let inflation get rooted in. Well, then raise. If it's so important, I guess it wasn't that important two and a half, three years ago, was it? 
Oh, no, it wasn't important at all. It was transitory. And, of course, they're still trying to use that, right? They're still trying, because in his little speech, he thought, well, early on, you know, it was supply chain problem. They're still trying to use that nonsense. And believe me, folks, it had nothing to do with supply chain problems. Nothing. It had to do with the fact that they keep printing money, Jason. That's what it has to do with. And basically what he said yesterday was, well, hey, you know, we're going to keep printing it. But we're going to take a pause and and we're going to collect more data. Well, today, we got more data today. Uh, we had retail sales today. Uh, retail sales, probably not what Jay Powell wanted to see. Retail sales were up. But, of course, so was inflation. So it's kind of hard. Of course, you know, it should always, right? When inflation's running, even your ridiculous 4% number, which is ridiculous, right? Even that number. Well, retail sales weren't up 4%. They were up a lot less than that. Not even close to 4%. But still up, up, up again. And then we had jobless claims. Boy, and this has been a number. This number's been a head-scratcher, hasn't it? Uh, earlier this year, if you remember, this was probably going early March, early March. They came out and said, oh, you know what? We screwed up. We screwed up. We, we had uh, the wrong seasonal adjustments. So all the numbers for the first nine weeks of the year, they were too low, and they raised them all. Then, what was it, maybe six weeks ago, claims got to into the 260s. And I was like, uh-oh, uh-oh, that's not good. But then, oh, wait, we had fraud in Massachusetts. And all of those numbers were wrong, and they got pushed down back into the 240s. Then uh, a week ago, we went back into the 260s. And I said, well, I don't know. Is it a real number? I don't know. This week, 262,000 people filed for unemployment claims for the very first time. The second straight week now in the 260s, of course, until they changed the data. Uh, and then continuing claims inched up, but we're not at 2 million. We're below the 2 million. Uh, so a little bit of both. They had uh, some some news that, that says keep raising rates with retail sales. And then news with jobless claims that said, eh, maybe, maybe you better be careful here. Uh, but, but a little bit, very similar to what we've been seeing, uh, for the last six weeks, Jason, which is one data point says raise, the other one says don't raise. Uh, not a lot of change, but we'll watch jobs because I think that is going to be the only way that inflation comes down is people got to get fired. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back right after the break. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason on this Thursday. A quick look in at the markets. Uh, the Dow is up 200, 300 now. 300 points right now. The the S&P is higher. The NASDAQ is higher. Uh, the 10-year note uh, lower today. I don't mean to laugh. It's just kind of funny. Uh, the ECB did raise interest rates. Gold, uh, man, what a what a twenty four hours. Uh, but to keep it pretty simple, gold's right where it was before Jay Powell talked. 
Uh, right, right now, depending on where you look, like Kiko's got gold up like $10, $12. Uh, the TV's got it down $3. Either way, uh, gold, uh, I'm gonna say 1953. I know the TV's gonna tell you it's 1960 something. Don't worry about that. That's just contracts. Uh, they're, they're, they're already showing the August contracts. Uh, on the TV, silver, uh, silver's been on a roller coaster ride as well this morning. Uh, by the way, uh, we're gonna have a great, uh, utility silver special here in a little bit, but silver right now down 40 cents, 2370, uh, also way off the lows today, you know, and well, way off the highs today. Silver's been a very volatile trade so far this morning. If you're tired of the volatility, if you're tired of this absolute nonsense that comes out of the Federal Reserve every six weeks, you know, this, this dog and pony show, hey, we're going to talk about doing stuff, but we're actually not going to, uh, check out our friends at Y-Refi. I mean, you can get up to 10.25% return. That's a whole lot better than 4%. Up to 10.25% returns, and it's fixed. You can turn your income on. You can turn your income off. You can compound it. Uh, you can do whatever you want. There's no fees, right? No fees. Uh, and if you have to end early, you get your entire principal back. Invest yrefy.com that's the word infest the letter y r e f y.com or call them at 888 yrefy24 remember you got to have at least 50,000 uh you can use an existing ira uh if you like 888 yrefy24 but jason you know we like i said the data uh mixed jobless claims a little bit concerning now if these are real uh, the second straight week in the 260,000 plus area, uh, retail sales. Yes, they were higher, uh, but inflation was higher, right? They, you know, retail sales grew, but not, they, they, not keeping pace with inflation, which just means the consumer's money not going as far, uh, and, and everybody's kind of wondering when's the next shoe gonna drop, but they did this dot plot thing. And it was just so funny when I looked at it because now here's the one thing I want everyone to know. And I got to move my mic here because I got to pull it up. I, I had it up and then uh, I got rid of it here. So uh, only nine people get to vote. Okay. Now there's 18 people in total that, that you know, get to go to the meeting, if you will. 18 people... That, that go to the meeting. There's the 12 regional central banks. There's the chair, the vice chair, uh, and a couple of other, uh, people that sit on the board. Uh, and what they do is they, they, they have, uh, this little graph and they just project out where they think rates are going to be in the future. Now, uh, the future being that the could be this month, next 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 month, six months, a year from now, two years from now, and here's what changed. So going into the meeting, you had the majority 
of the Federal Reserve people thinking that they were close to done. You had one person who said, done. I'm assuming the same person put done again. Okay, so one of the 18 said, rates are, we're done here. Then the next one said, one more hike. Before the meeting, there was 10 of them that said one more hike. And they're little dots. Okay, they're little dots. That went down to five. So you had uh, now a total of six members of the 18 saying done or one more hike. Where it used to be 11. Then two hikes. Going into the meeting, five. Five of the 18 said two hikes. That is now 10. Ten of the people have two hikes. Then you have two that have three hikes. You had one, you know, four hikes. But again, and now here's what made me, what made me upset. The vote was nine to nothing to pause. Now, I don't know who the six are. There was only one that said we're done. So how can you be, how can it be nine to nothing to take a pause? So even though, let's just say uh, one more hike. Okay, well, one more. Maybe you want to pause now and say, hey, we're only going to do one more. Well, that would only be six. six, And that's if they were all voting. I don't even know if all six of them had votes. So everybody else says at least two hikes or more, yet somehow they unanimously agreed to pause. This is the idiocracy. The reason why they want to pause is, hey, I know we're supposed to raise rates, but maybe we'll get lucky and the data will start getting worse, and then we won't have to. I mean, that's really what they're saying, Jason. They're, they're playing with us. It's our money that's getting eaten up week after week, month after month. And, and these guys, well, you know, we kind of screwed up, so therefore uh, we're going to take a break, even though we're saying we shouldn't take a break. You know, I... I always kind of you know, in the boat where I think they know what they're doing, Joe. Uh, you know, there's always they, they don't know what they're oh, doing, they and they just. But I think they know what they do, and if they know what they're doing, there's a, a very large part of me, you know, the conspiratorial part, which is, well, they know that a rate hike or two more rate hikes, that's what's going to send this thing over the edge, and they don't want to do it yet. That this to me, this is a timing move because that's the only thing. Because if they get, if they need to raise the rates today or this this week, would have been another move towards that. Why stop? And to me, it's it's about timing. I think they want to time this out. There's there's some sort of time frame. So we'll raise the the rates in November or in in October or something, right? And then they, they, maybe they know Joe that the, you know we talked about that last week. Where well, is one more really going to make that much of a difference? He said, well, it could be pretty destructive. Two more could be pretty destructive from where we're sitting now maybe they know that maybe that's that's the whole point it's like well we need to be destructive when we're ready to be destructive and then so we got to pause right now so it's not it's I'll not this right much now i think that's you're probably spot on i i guess i'm more i'm just poking fun at the narrative right the all these guys on tv and 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 the the strategy and and, and trying to give cover Listen, we've had roaring inflation for three years now. When are you going to make it stop? 
right? And, and the answer was, and Jason's right, well, not yet. Because we're not ready yet. Right? That's really, I think you really did hit it on the head. Hey, not yet. Because we know how destructive they're going to be. And maybe we'll get lucky. And somehow we won't have to. We'll see. Like like today. Right? Today they got one data point that said, hey, good job. Probably shouldn't hike 262,000. Uh, the other data point, retail sales, uh-oh. Right? Probably should have hiked. Uh, I told you I'd keep you posted on my friends. Remember, I got three friends. They all got laid off. All within like two weeks of each other. Two of them are, are, well, one started working this week, one starts next week, so two out of the three uh, have found work again, uh, and it's been, what, six weeks, six six to eight weeks or so, so they're, they're getting work, it's just not, it used to be, you, got, you, had, you had a job two weeks later, right, and that's only because, well, we got to interview you a couple of times, and and the jobs these guys are doing, they got to go take a pee test and and, and that stuff. But uh, Jason, it, it's still you know, I would say this. I know jobless claims are up, but things are still not bad, really. Uh, definitely good enough that they should have hiked this time. I think jobs and musical chairs is still going on, Joe. Where these companies have learned how to. Uh, scrape the higher paying jobs out and, and replace it with somebody that's either less qualified or just the qualifications aren't that necessary. So, hey, we can get someone of lower qualifications and pay them less, and we can move these other guys out. And then, Joe, also, I, I think the, with the with the, the, fate, the Fed rate hikes, I, I, I really think the Fed wants the inflation. Uh, I think that they're attempting to inflate their way out of some of the debt problems that America has. So I I don't think that's going to be very successful. That it is one play they may be trying to say, hey, if we let this thing inflate at a, at, a, at a rate that we can control, maybe we'll inflate our way our way out of some of this debt problems we have. And that's that's why I think inflation is here, and I think we're going to have some huge spikes in inflation in the future. Yeah. Well, just to point some stuff out, New York. Now, granted, I know it's New York. But as you know, what happens in these liberal states spreads everywhere. Uh, they've decided that the uh, food delivery people, and I'm, I'm going to—I'll call this the the DoorDash economy, right? A lot of people do this. They've got a new minimum wage for food app delivery drivers. It was. Seven dollars and nine cents, because that's a job you get tips, right? Uh, with tips, state of New York has said, "Nah, how about seventeen dollars and ninety-six cents?" I don't know. I don't know how they come up with these numbers, but Jason, let's call it eighteen dollars an hour. Uh, all we all, we know what this means, right? So, so what do you think's going to happen? When you go to order your Chipotle burrito in New York and have it delivered, the answer is simple, Jason. They're just going to tack on what an extra two, three, four dollars for every burrito. I mean, th- th- this is again, this is the problem with inflation. When it gets rooted in, all of a sudden the government says we've got to do something, and they start setting uh, these ridiculous wage levels, which Jason ultimately mean what? a lot more inflation is going to occur. 
Yeah, I, and, and I and I really think uh, you look at inflation cycles from the past, uh, and I was looking at one from the 40s after World War II and one from uh, the 70s, and they almost always have this, It comes, it's coming down, everyone feels better, and then it just bounces. And I, I don't really think that with this amount of debt and this amount of economic problems that we have versus those two time frames that we would see anything different. And I see a kind of a bull whip where would, we could have a couple of spikes over the years, Joe. We could we could have this – this inflation probably could happen for the rest of this decade if they, if they don't fix it or if they don't have the – uh, the the toughness to just really clobber it and make everybody have, feel the pain at the same time. Listen, dock workers, it looks like that contract. So I, you know, we haven't talked about it here, but they were striking, just calling out sick, call, just causing havoc at the at the ports again. Uh, I just saw a headline. Looks like they're going to get a big bump in pay. Uh, UPS, their drivers were going to strike. I know this. Not only are they going to make more money, uh, UPS has agreed to finally put air conditioning in the UPS trucks. Now, I get it. Hey, <laughs> I live in Arizona. I, don't, I have more respect for those UPS guys. I know why they're always, most of them are always, man, those UPS, they're in good shape. Well, now you know why. They're out there sweating because they got no AC. I mean, think about what it's going to cost. To put air conditioning in every single UPS truck. I mean, uh, get ready. Uh, send in a package. Just got a lot more expensive. But don't worry, Jay Powell, because I know you don't want inflation to get rooted in. 800-951-0592. Joe and Jason here on this Thursday. Yeah. Think about that. An $11 an hour raise. That's That's what government does. I mean... Uh, no offense. I'm sure that 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 what they were getting paid wasn't enough. I'm sure of it. But uh, but you go from seven to eighteen. What happened to like eight, nine, ten, <laughs> eleven, twelve? I mean, right? I mean, what what could you possibly be thinking? Right? Air conditioning and all the UPS trucks. Uh, airline pilots are getting thirty percent raises. I mean, all of this stuff. Entrenchment is already here, folks. Uh, but this is why you put that gold and silver away. And, and today I've got a huge opportunity in some utility silver. Dimes and quarters. Uh, huge, huge discounts today. Uh, silver quarters. You're going to save $20 a roll. I mean, that's almost 10% off. I mean, that doesn't happen in print. You don't... You know, this isn't like Walmart, right, where they, you know, got 50%, 60% margins and they give you 10% off. Like that, that's not how it works. I mean, we work on single-digit margins. To get a, a, a break like this is big. Uh, we've got 200 rolls of silver quarters at $220 a roll. We've got 200 rolls of silver quarters. Dimes. So silver quarters, 40 silver quarters, $10 face value. Right? The dimes, it's 50 dimes, $5 face value. So there's half as much. They're $110. You can mix it. You can match it. Uh, and I told you, silver's been crazy today. Uh, just a little bit ago, we did a market update. I told you silver was down 40 cents. Down 20 cents. It's back to 2390 uh, But it's still not at the highs. Way off the lows today. 
take advantage of the pricing at 800-951-0592. Utility silver is really something that I think is going to be very, very popular in the next three to five years. And why am I saying that? Because digital currency is coming. And and believe me, they may not start out restricting things. They may not. But I think all of us know eventually that's what they're going to do. And just the fact that the ability will be there, I think you're going to see overwhelming demand in what I'll call the fractional metals, right? That's utility, silver, right? Dimes, quarters, half dollars, a tenth ounce and quarter ounce uh, on the gold side, right? $5 liberties, uh, tenth ounce American gold eagles. All right. We're seeing it already now. But just to give you an idea, because, you know, everybody, again, Jason, people fall asleep. People stop talking about things. Well, there was a big, big gathering in Austin, Texas, this earlier this week. Assistant, the Assistant Secretary for Financial Institutions, Graham Steele, had addressed several topics including the central bank digital currency, the FedNow system, which, by the way, the FedNow system, I think, goes live, what, in two weeks, right? In July, I think it goes live. And how to promote what they're calling, Jason, ready for this, guys? Financial inclusion. Oh, Yeah, isn't that one of those new buzzwords? Oh, inclusion. Like somehow uh, there was exclusion when it came to money. No, we want financial inclusion. You better be worried about that. Because really, what does that word really mean? Well, that means that, hey, the people that don't have any money, well, they're not being included. That's what it means. And so you know what the government's going to do. Right? I mean, you all know what that means, right? Well, that means we're going to take it from people that do and give it to people that don't. I mean, I'll, right? That Jason, is that not what they they mean? Sure, sounds like it, doesn't it? Right? You know, under 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 soft words, we got to yeah, have financial always... inclusion. What, what does that mean? Well, I mean, if you don't have any money, I guess you're not included. So, well, they're going to figure out a way to give these people money. Many jurisdictions around the globe. Who cares about the globe? I don't care about the globe. It's not my problem. Right? Africa is not my problem. France and Germany are not my problem. We shouldn't be. And you know what? It's not your problem either, Graham Steele. By the way, pretty cool name. Right? Pretty cool name. They're also experiencing and exploring Central bank digital currencies. Remember what your mama used to tell you? But mom, all my friends are going. Right? All my friends are doing it. And what did she say? Or what? If your friend jumped off a bridge, would you? Well, probably. You know, I was one of those. Yeah. 
Right? My mom knew I was dumb. Right? Right? Where's that? Oh, well, no, everybody else is doing it, so we do too, Jason? Yeah, I, I mean, I'd go further than you. I'd say I don't really care what California's doing either, or New York. You know, it really doesn't matter. I go all the way to it matters what goes on in my own specific house, in my own little community, really, because, yeah, we're affected by other things, but... Yeah, yeah. I don't need any financial inclusion. Usually, that that means is if I'm doing a little better than the next guy, then I'm going to now do a little worse. Yeah, yeah. I mean, think about it. they're already doing financial inclusion, right? Uh, all of you with really good credit and twenty percent down, go get a home loan. See what happens. You'll get a little financial inclusion there. Yeah, don't worry. It's only an extra half percent. Don't worry. It's no big deal. You can afford it. You can afford to pay a little more. Right? You know this is coming. I hope you have your gold and silver put away. I'm telling you. Sure as I'm sitting here. In an effort to support the developmental process, the Treasury is leading an interagency working group intended to help provide broader administrative perspective for considering the implications of any potential Central bank digital currency issued by the United States. Now, Jason, do you really think, now, now you got to remember, here, here's the line. Okay? This is what this means. Well, we haven't decided. We haven't said that we're doing this. Okay? We haven't said that. No, no. We're, now, we're just having these meetings. <laughs> Don't worry. We're just having these meetings, and we're, and we're setting up rules and infrastructure. But we haven't said we're doing this. Okay. Sure. Yeah, I believe that one. Put away, put it away, steep stacking, a great special on utility silver, dimes and quarters, rolls and quarters to 20, dimes at 110, 800-951-0592. 800-951-0592. Gold continuing to climb higher here in 1960. Uh, silver continuing to get ready. Silver getting ready to go positive now, only down 12 cents. Utility silver, junk silver, rolls of silver quarters, $20 a roll off. That's like almost $3 an ounce off. I won't, you know, in a, in a roll of quarters, there's 7.15 ounces of silver in that roll. So $20 off is almost $3 an ounce off. Uh, at 220. The dimes at 110, right? So it's half the amount. Same thing here. Add to this year, especially because I really think, uh, gold and silver are figuring it out. This, this, this whole inflation thing, this pause, everyone's figuring out there's no good option here. Look at the ECB today. They did not follow the Fed's lead. They didn't pause today. They hiked rates again. Uh, just the high, matter of fact, Europe now the highest rates in 22 years. Uh, uh, so both sides here, and, and again, we all know that they need to go higher. They really can't go higher. They're probably going to be forced to go higher either way. Have your gold and silver put away at 800-951-0592. Like I said, digital currency's coming. They still want to tell you that, the well, we haven't decided. Well, we got fed now already. So Graham Steele, big, big conference in Austin, Texas. Nobody knew. You didn't know. 
Really? Well, they didn't, they didn't tell us about it. Of course they did. It's not on C-SPAN. They should put it on C-SPAN. Well, let me tell you what else they had to say. Because this one really uh, makes your skin crawl. So the Treasury is leading this working group. Okay. And, of course, they're... Uh, the administrative structure and all this other stuff. But he went on to say this will also include the evaluation of policy objectives related to the following. Global financial leadership. Okay, that's a, that's a fun name, right? Global financial leadership. Well, we know, hey, we got to protect the dollar share of the reserve currency. National security, of course, gotta have, gotta have that, right? Hey, you know, gotta have that national security thing, cause, well, let's face it, you know, people can do bad things to us. Privacy, right? Cause, well, uh, there's guys like Double J out there and Jason telling you about this. And they're telling you that all the power we could have, but, we want you to know that privacy is important to us. By the way, that that word means absolute squad douche to the government. You won't believe what they're already doing. And guess what? I'm going to say it again. Told you so. Illicit finance, right? Remember the $10,000 rule? Because anybody that has more than $10,000 in cash must be a terrorist or a drug dealer, right? I mean, right? Never mind that no terrorist has ever been caught with more than $10,000 in cash that I know of, right? But yet, you know, there it is, right? Oh, wait. There's one other thing, Jason. Hmm, I wonder what it could be. Oh, that's right. Financial inclusion. Yep, there it is. That's the objectives. See, we we wanna we wanna have leadership, national security. We'll say privacy, even though wink, wink, nod, nod. Illicit finance can't have that. Oh yeah, and financial inclusion. Uh, man, this is so obvious what's coming, Jason. And most people got their head in the sand and are completely clueless of what's happening. Yeah, I just watched uh, Animal Farm. It's not as, nearly as good as the book, but uh, I was watching that with my wife yesterday. And this is exactly what they do. You know, the pigs take over, and they uh, slowly but surely, every time they get caught doing something that's not right, according to their own rules, they just change the rules, and they explain, well, this is why. It's got to be like this, right, Joe? And they come up with all these little terms on why, why, why it's what we say is for the betterment of everybody. And and most of the animals are just like, oh, they just shake their head. Okay, yes, all right. The pigs know better, right, Joe? The pigs know better. And uh, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta get shake yourself loose of that, man. You gotta, you gotta find your own path because the, these yeah. things that are being brought down upon the citizens is is not for your betterment. It's not for I'm not to going help. to say it again. Please don't have money in the bank you don't need to have, especially when the central bank digital currency comes. Got to have money in there, right? Most companies won't even pay you if you don't have a bank account. But all those people out there, and you know who you are, and you're sitting there, and you got a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand, some of you got a lot more than that sitting in bank accounts day after day, month after month, year after year. They're coming for you. 
I'm, I promise you they're coming for you. Striking the right balance between these priorities. Realizing the potential benefits. Think about the benefits. We're going to have inclusion. It's a funny way, smart way of saying, well, we're going to, we're just going to give the poor people money. Whose money are they going to give? Well, the rich people's money, of course. We're going to be minimizing risk. And that's going to depend on the design, the policy, and the technology. When it comes to the introduction of a retail digital currency. Mm. So the Fed now, that's the wholesale version. When it comes to the retail, I thought you weren't doing it. I thought you hadn't made your mind up. Oh, well, you still have You're just talking about it. I'll tell you about the retail side when we finish. 800-951-0592. Joe and Jason wrapping up a Thursday. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason wrapping it up here. Uh, again, a just a great opportunity in utility silver. Rolls of silver quarters. Uh, 40 silver quarters. $10 face value rolls at $220. I mean, you're saving almost $3 an ounce. Uh, and same thing on the dimes at 110 a $5 face value, 50 uh, silver dimes. Uh, this digital currency, when it comes, believe me, you'll be glad you had the, the, the fractional silver, the fractional gold, uh, because uh, they're making big, big plans on what is coming. So I want to I want to talk about very quickly the retail side because he talked about it, Graham Steele. This would be a direct liability of the central bank that would be accessible to the general public. Boy, there it is, right Jason? Hey, vast most Americans, you don't even need a bank account anymore. You're going to be right at the hands of the Fed. Incredibly dangerous. Think about what they can do now. Hey, we could have negative interest rates for the Fed, for the digital currency accounts. Which means, hey, if you don't spend it, right, you lose it, right? But he's not done. So direct liability of the Fed. It would contribute to a more competitive and innovative payment system. See, they're going to tell you, oh, well, don't worry. Hey, somehow we're going to make it cost less. But wait, he wasn't done. Nope. It would also support financial inclusion. Holy, that's all this guy's talking about. And help preserve the face value redemption of the currency. Oh, there, oh. Oh, wait a minute. What? It will help preserve the face value of the currency? All of a sudden, Jason's starting to look real smart, isn't he? Hey, we're not ready yet. We're going to take a little pause. We don't really want to crush inflation yet. Because we're going to tell you that this will. Right? I mean, isn't that, doesn't that sound like what he's saying, yeah. Jason? I mean, that's what it sounds like to me. 
Yeah, I, I think there's got to be such a, an enormous financial mess that when they unleash it, uh, the digital currency will be the Superman in the cape that's going to fly in and save everybody because the only thing that digital currency can offer the public is convenience. Everything else about it is is taking freedoms and abilities away from you financially. So uh, for the financial inclusion part, that's that's the part where the people that earn the least and, and are doing the worst, they might get a kickback. And everybody else uh, up above has to has to financially include those people in. And that's yeah, that's socialism. It's it's socialism, and they don't have to do anything but just put the digital currency in place, Joe. You know, y'all. There's a there's a fee to be played. Oh, Mr. Schmuckatelli, how you doing? Yeah, I know we're going to this digital thing. We noticed that you had a hundred thousand dollars in the bank, and man, gosh, you've had it there a long, long time. Well, you know, we got a chart here. Sorry. It's just a chart, you know. I, you know, we just do the chart, and according to this chart, uh, you were, you know, you're gonna get 75 percent of that in digital. Yeah, the other 25 percent. Well, you know, we got we got this financial inclusion thing, and and of course, we also want to have uh, protect the the face value redemption of the currency. So you know, we need a little help, you know. But hey, it's just a chart. 800-951-0592. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.